I mean, I'm sorry, but mid midsummer. Like I say, it's it's a village, lovely, you know, kind of you know, peaceful, classic British countryside, you know, a lovely village, thousand people. And I don't know how many episodes there were because I remember I've only seen it for, for 20 seconds. But even if there were 50 episodes, <laughs> I think I don't know if I was living there, I would probably have left uh, after yeah. Murder number three, or even murder number one, I wouldn't have stopped. But it, someone gets murdered every week? Surely it would become famous in Britain. You know, what? Midsummer? Don't fucking live there? You want to move there? I mean, the house prices must be like, you know, almost zero. Yeah, it makes no sense. I mean, the, this is the murder capital of Britain. It's the murder capital of Britain. You know, forget about, you know. The, the, um, so, yeah. Chances of, you know, if, as soon as you cross the border, as soon as you've seen the sign midsummer, um, you know, you can start writing your will, basically, because, uh, yeah, the chances of uh, being slaughtered in some <laughs> strange, unknown way uh, are quite high. Um, and the same thing with turrets, you know, Belif and turrets, you know, <laughs> does a great job, Otty. Um, I didn't meet him once. It's bad to say you met him. No, no. I, I, um, I didn't get to meet someone, as, you know, to, to shake their hand and, you know, say hi. I, and then you can say, oh, I, I met you. It's kind of like the joining of, of hands. Um, no, I didn't meet him. Um, <laughs> but I, I walked past him. He, he was in, a, in, in Munich, in, in München. And he was in great hurry. I don't know what he was, but he had red face, he was sweating. And then, I, actually, no. He always looks like that, sorry. <laughs> um, no, no, but he, he went. He, he, was, he was really, he was going quite quite fast, you know, for Otten, he was, you know, I wouldn't say he was, you know, steaming, I wouldn't say it's kind of Usain Bolt kind of speed, but he was, yeah, uh, he was moving at uh, uh, a higher speed than, than, um, yeah, uh, than I expected him to be moving at, let's put it that way. Um, yeah. He was obviously in a hurry, I don't know, he forgot his, um, his script. For the bullet from Tolts. <laughs> you don't need to forget the script because it's always the same. And he always says the same thing. You know, oh, hey, hey. What's this It's always the same. Yeah. So, I mean, his, his agent doesn't need to send him the script because it's just like, eh, eh. What's. Aber das darf nicht wahr sein. It's like. I've always made a worst summer. You know, it's like. It's always the same. You know, because he, he just kind of pops up and. Uh, yeah, yeah, but, hmm, because he like, and then, you know, he solves the, uh, uh, but fair play to him, no, he, he, he does always, uh, you know, solve the, uh, uh the, the mystery. <laughs> There's no fucking mystery, someone's getting murdered, just like in midsummer, on a regular basis, in a very small, um, Let's say a very, uh, in small areas in, with a very limited population. Um, so, <laughs> number one, either you have a, a, a serial killer, like a really, like, like real serial killer, um, <laughs> that's, you know, <laughs> gone rampant, just gone wild, and the police officers, both of them, in midsummer and turrets, um, have. <laughs> I have no fucking idea, and they basically uh, keep finding someone else who did, oh, it was him, 
Yeah, it was Fritz and in Midsummer Murder, uh, it was Lord Anthony uh, McCammond. Um, you know, bah, bah, bah. okay, it was. But still people keep getting murdered. <laughs> so it's either, I think this is, this is my take on it. Either there's like some serial killer that's basically uh, killing, obviously, a lot. Uh, in both Turks and, and in Midsummer, <laughs> could even be the same person. Um, and so clever that manages to always somehow, you know, push it over or, or you know, make sure the evidence or the facts go to this person, you know, to Lord Fathersham or to, um, you know, Hant in, uh, in, in, in Turks. Or, you know, um, and um, <laughs> Hans the Kellner, you know, or Lord Fathersham, the pig farmer, whatever. <laughs> Um, you know, he manages to, to get it over to, to, to both of them. And meantime, you know, those people, you know, off you go to jail, you know, no more, um, you know, one-time murders for you. And meanwhile, you know, the next week, someone else gets murdered. <laughs> Again. Um, it's, yeah, it's kind of bizarre. So um, I don't know if the, if the writers, somehow they, they put us in this, in this um, it's not a uh, suspension of, of disbelief, kind of, this, this kind of bubble, you know, this kind of uh, Agatha Christie world, because that, that's kind of where, where it began, you know, this, this kind of Agatha Christie, you know, uh, village, you know, church, harmless, innocent, you know, policeman, butler, um, you know, school, school mom, school mistress, everyone riding bicycles and, you know, poking their heads out of lace curtains. Oh, I see the vicar has not ironed his collar this morning. Marjorie. Um, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so, so Christie, I think, kind of broke the mold um, and, and, you know, kind of brought this, this, uh, this feeling of, of, you know, that anything can happen. Anyone can be murdered, you know, it can be anything dreadful can happen in a small, kind of quiet, quaint village environment which is kind of, you know, disturbing in one way. Um, and another way, you know, it, it allows you to work within that, uh, that landscape, within that environment. So that's easy, you know, you, you always got the fixed characters, just, just like in the, in the Christie books, you know, it's like, okay, we, we know who the characters are. And then it's kind of the whodunit. Who, who did it? Because we're within this limited... Um, so yeah, the, the, the population of, of Bad Turtles, I think it's like 18,000, 19,000. Something like that. Yeah. Population of, uh, of, of midsummer. This is kind of hazy there. It's around about, if you look officially, it's around about you know, 15 to 17,000. I mean, it doesn't really, there is a place called Midsummer. Yes, there is. Um, but where it's filmed uh, and where it's based on, it's actually a book originally, uh, based on a book. Yeah. Um, but where, where it's filmed, you know, it's kind of filmed in, in, in various areas, beautiful areas yeah, around. Uh, Around midsummer, uh, midsummer, whatever you want to call it, midsummer. Um, but nevertheless, and, and there was, um, it's still the murder capital, uh, not only of Britain, uh, but apparently uh, of most of the Western world, <laughs> when you look at it. Uh, because uh, this is true, they, they, they ran some analysis, the specialists, I mean, the people that have time, <laughs> people that have time to basically run. Uh, analysis to try and work out, yeah, the, okay, they, they looked at the population that of uh, a theoretical um, 
town, city, place called Midsommar, not theoretical, okay, it does exist, uh, plus the neighboring area. Even it was like 17,000, 18,000 uh, inhabitants of that specific town, stroke village. Um, and the number of murders of, over the yeah, over the Midsummer series, it's something like 277 or 284 uh, murders. So it's like, you know, it's pretty, pretty regular. That's a lot of people getting murdered. So 280 people murdered um, from a population of, you know, let's say 18,000. I would start to get a bit worried if I was living in, in that area. You know, I mean, it's like... The, the house prices and so on. It's, it's strange. Um, and they ran this analysis, and, and the strange thing was that in the news it said, ah, yes, there's, uh, luckily there are other cities in the world uh, with higher murder rates. It said, <laughs> luckily, luckily there are, <laughs> there are other places in the world uh, with higher murder rates. Um, and I was thinking, okay, but those places actually exist. <laughs> those are real places. Uh, Midsummer is, yeah, it, it's, it, it's fiction. It's a fictional place. It's a, it's a, it's a conglomeration of various uh, beautiful places that people could come and visit on a bus tour like they do with uh, Rosamund Pilcher. Really, they have those bus tours. They come from all over the place. I, I know people, I know people, not me, no. I know people that have, um, yeah, been on those bus tours to the house in Cornwall. Uh, yeah, they go there, the bus tours, they come in, they go out. It's a huge business. It's a huge business. Um, and, and, you know, people have this, this um, idea of, of Cornwall, you know, like the, the sun, the coast, you know, seagulls, squawking. Do they squawk? They, they certainly don't coo. But, yeah, seagulls making their seagull noises, uh, you know, sand, um, sea, of course. And uh, you know, they, they come there. Um, but if you've actually ever been to Cornwall or, or been there for some time, it's kind of, it is like that. But the thing about Cornwall is that it's kind of like a, a, a micro-ecosystem that has nothing what to do with, with the weather, the other weather, uh, in, in the rest of Britain. Um, <laughs> in Cornwall, it's like, okay, ooh, you wake up in the morning and uh, you'll drive down to the beach and, uh, and you can't see more than five meters in front of your face because it's foggy. You get down to the beach. I used to go down there uh, surfing like at six in the morning. It's foggy, you can't see anything. It's kind of like, you know, 18th century Sherlock Holmes uh, kind of fog. Really, like, again, I have no idea how uh, Sherlock Holmes actually managed to catch any of the criminals back in those uh, fictional days. Like, uh, Midsummer. I have no idea how he did it, because you couldn't see anything. You know, someone robbed a, a bank and then disappeared off into the fog. Uh, we, we, well, we, we, we think we're after him, but we can't see anything. You can't even see more than five meters in front of your face because there was too much fog. Fog, 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 coming in from the estuary. So it's amazing how he did it. And that's why Sherlock Holmes was, you know, quite special. Um, because he had those, those, those extrasensory powers that went beyond the fog. He could see through the fog. Um, not only physically, but also, yeah. Um, through the fog of, uh, of the case itself.
Um, so yeah, you, you, you come to Cornwall and uh, you know, it's fog. Oh, and now it's sunny. You, you, it's suddenly, after 10 minutes, the wind picks up and blows. Oh, no, it's sunny, beautiful. You, you put on your, your bikini or, you know, I don't put on a bikini, whatever. You, you put on your, your swimming clothes. Oh, sun's, sun's out, wonderful. Let's go and lie on the beach. Ah, suddenly, down comes the fog again. As the wind stops, boom, down again. Um, so it's, it's kind, of a, kind of a schizophrenic uh, kind of climate. Palm trees grow, the, grow there, yes, it is. Uh, um, that's what I mean, schizophrenic. There's nowhere else in England where you could grow palm trees. Palm trees are there, you know. It, it's uh, a very temperate climate. Uh, but also, yeah, very schizophrenic. So, yeah, these bus uh, trips come uh, for Rosamund Pilcher, you know, and, and, and float around, and people come in and look at ornaments on the, on the walls, and uh, walk, literally walk through the house. You can go in the front door. Uh, I think it's the first level, you know, there's these kind of like stone houses in Cornwall. And then you come out the back door, and, and the bus is waiting for you there, and, uh, you know, off you go again to, um, I don't know, back into the fog. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so Midsommar, um, yeah, the, the, the murder, the theoretical, or the fictional murder capital of, of, of not only of Britain, but, but almost of the entire world. Uh, 285 people or 290 people murdered. Uh, in a very short space of time as well. You know, this didn't happen over, overnight. Uh, sorry, this didn't happen, you know, over a period of like, you know, 30 years, which still would have been strange. <laughs> in, in a, sorry, a, a town or a population with, with, with 18,000 people. You know, I mean, everybody here, you know, comes from certain towns or wherever. If there's 277 people, even if it's murdered, they're murdered over a 50-year period, I would still say this is a strange place to live. I, I definitely would not. <laughs> go and live there because something's seriously wrong. Um, and and the, whole, the whole idea of this, again, is, is that um, it's this kind of, not dumbing down, it's this kind of, uh, this anti-sensing or, or this, this feeling that, that you know, to, to be murdered or this kind of you know, death and, 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 uh, and blood and so on, it's kind of just like acceptable. Uh, like with the... Um, like we said before, like, like with the Miss, Miss Marple kind of Agatha Christie, you're bringing it to the, to the village environment. It's kind of, oh, it's fine. Um, and, the, and, and of course, they, they get more inventive. Like the script writers get, get more inventive as time goes by. You know, not, not only can, um, again, <laughs> re reading the midsummer uh, breakdown of these, of these multiple murders in a very small environment, um, yeah, people were poisoned. Some, someone was killed by um, the trident from, um, yeah, from, from some Greek god. Um, goodness knows what was going on there. I mean, how on earth, I, I, again, I've, I've only seen a very, in fact, I've seen 20 seconds, as I said before, before. But I mean, you're getting killed by, um, yeah, Neptune's trident <laughs> was one, poisoning, um, garroting. Um, I mean, you know, any kind of uh, physical violence is, is, is dreadful, it's horrible. Um, but it seems to be, you know, just like, just standard fare. You know, it, it, I've seen it. I've seen people sitting there, you know, the, the, um, and, you know, the, the crimes carried out, you know, by, by the perpetrator of these multiple <laughs> serial murderer. <laughs> um, and, you know, the detectives, oh, yes, hung by his neck 
then cut into pieces with a, with a machete, and then put back together again, and then cut into pieces again, and then hung again, and then put back together again, and he was still alive. He was still alive. And there was blood coming out of his ears and coming out of his knees. And they chopped him up and chopped him up and chopped him up again, and he was still alive. Um, and we're going to find out who did this. And, you know, people watching this, um, you know, it's just like, uh, uh, Jim, Jim, you know, it's like a man, watching, you know, a man and wife watching it. Jim, do you, do you want some more cheese on your toast? Do you want extra cheese? Yeah, yeah, I'd, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd like a bit more cheese, and, and, and can you give me some ketchup as well? All right, all right, love. Uh, yeah, what, what, what's happening now? I, I missed that part. Oh, nothing really. <laughs> nothing special. Uh, he's, he, he's dead. He's been murdered. Oh, um, how did he get murdered? Uh, I know. Pretty boring, really. No, nothing special. Nothing special. Uh, yeah, can you bring me a glass of beer as well, love? All right, thanks. <laughs>